Welcome to the Elopement Podcast, the first ever wedding planning podcast dedicated entirely to couples who are ditching tradition and instead choosing what speaks to them most. I'm Ruth Ann Z, an intimate wedding and elopement photographer, and I eloped too. So trust me, I get it. This podcast exists to serve you in a season that not many others can understand. From planning advice, tips, and tricks, to candid conversations with couples, vendors, and even my husband, I'm here for you. I can't wait to help you plan the most kick-ass day of your life. So, let's go. Hello, welcome to the Elopement Podcast. My name is Ruth Z. I'm your host, and today on our Elopement Planning 101 series, we are talking about everything that you need to know about hiring a videographer. I will be honest. Video is oftentimes overlooked and an absolute afterthought, and I can't tell you how often my couples decide to hire a videographer within, like, months of their day. (laughs) Um, And I know this to be true from my own experience because we decided on getting a videographer as an absolute last-minute decision, and while I'm grateful that we did, I wish we had gone into it with um, with more anticipation of planning on doing that. Um, Before we get started, though, I do want to talk about our sponsor, Wandering Weddings. Um, Wandering Weddings is the number one elopement blog for couples who are adventurous at heart and looking for help in planning their day and sourcing vendors. Uh, Wandering Weddings guides couples with the inspiration and resources that they need to make their elopement day dreams come true. Wandering Weddings is a great place for you to start if you are looking for a videographer um, to find somebody that is well-versed in elopements and adventure and hiking and all of that good stuff. So you can start planning your elopement today by going to wanderingweddings.com. And if you are a vendor looking to book more adventurous elopements, uh, I have 10% off that you can utilize by going to wanderingweddings.com forward slash join dash now. You can use the promo code podcast to get 10% off your first year. And again, you can go to wanderingweddings.com forward slash join dash now and use promo code podcast to get 10% off your first year. Um, Great resource, awesome place to start, and uh, just plug yourself into a community. That is honestly one of the best things about being part of directories like Wandering Weddings is, uh, you know, having some having some ability to, you know, build community with people and refer others when you're not available and having, you know, a really great place to start. So, um, yeah, again, wanderingweddings.com, super fantastic for uh, consumers as well as providers within the allotment space. Okay, so first off, I want to start by talking about the things that videographers wish couples knew throughout the hiring process. And I pulled several different platforms in order to get these answers. And these were kind of like my top my top responses. Um, I asked Facebook groups. I asked my Instagram following. I asked personal friends. So these were kind of the general consensus um, that I took away from all of the conversations and interactions I had. First and foremost, videography is not cheap and should not be treated like a budget vendor. Not the place to skimp. Um, I'm going to add my two cents on that because I think it's very, very, very important. Um, Videography is a lot of work. It is a lot of work. And actually, we're just going to go to the next point and then I'm going to add my two cents on that. Uh, Videography takes an incredible amount of gear and post-production editing and is, again, not a cheap vendor. So on that note, it is it is a very extensive um, process to create a high-quality wedding video, and it requires a ton of um, gear. You have to have a ton of batteries because video eats up your battery far more than photo does. Um, 
hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of clips throughout the day. The post-production editing is insane. And um, it's it's something that you should hire somebody that knows what they're doing to do. Um, videographers are just as capable and important in the preservation of your day. You can't print the video, but with proper storage and delivery, you will have it forever. A lot of people are worried about not utilizing their video, not watching it enough, all of that good stuff. Um, and videographers want you to know that while no, you can't print their video into an album, um, they want to work with you to preserve it and make sure that you are watching it 50 years from now on, um, your 50th wedding anniversary. So, that's an important thing that I think needs to be talked about. Not all video is created equal. Many people don't know how to distinguish one filmmaker from another. Just like editing styles with photography, composition and editing styles for exist for videographers as well. Pay attention to the way the story is told. So the people that I talked to about this point all kind of had similar things to say that, you know, when you are looking for a photographer, we talked about this last week in our um, Picking Your Vendor episode and how, you know, you need to check and make sure that your photographer's editing style is in line with your expectations. You can't hire a light and airy photographer and then ask for a dark and moody edit. That's not how that works. Um, similarly, the way that people tell stories are also different styles. There's very cinematic storytelling. There's very music forward storytelling. There's very... Um, heavy audio storytelling. So when you are hiring a videographer, those are important things to to take into consideration. And mostly videographers want you to know that you should pay attention to the way the story is told so that at the end of the day, you're super happy with it. And I don't think this is so much that there's videographers who feel like they work with a lot of people who don't know um, or who are disappointed with what they get. I think it's more so that videographers see other videographers who don't really know how to tell a story well and um, and wish that it was done better for the sake of the client, whether it was theirs or not. Um, this is a fun stat that I learned and did not really know. I mean, I'd thought about it before, but didn't really have the, the facts behind it. For every, every minute of edited video, um, if you're getting a highlight or a comparison, compilation. Gosh, couldn't say that word. Um, it's approximately four to seven hours of editing per minute. So keep that in mind. If you are getting a six-minute highlight film, that is a lot of time. That is possibly 36 hours of editing. So that's a big deal. Um, good sound really matters. A romantic song does not make up for the words spoken on your day, from the vows to the speeches to the first look. The sound is the foundation of what the rest of the story will be told upon. Just putting some clips to music is not, um, it's not really storytelling. And that's what a lot of the really talented st storytellers and videographers that I spoke with wanted to make sure was communicated. Um, it's incredibly important that your sound and your video is more than just music, unless that's all you want and that's all you um, are asking for. But there is so much to be done with the sound of your wedding day. And um, it's important to utilize that. Um, and then lastly, video can transcend you back to that moment because it captures more than just a visual. So that goes back to the sound. It captures the sound. It captures the breeze. It captures the movement. It captures, you know, obviously the visual of the moment, but there is so much more to it that um, is much more sense involving than just a photo. Um, so those are the things that videographers want couples to know when they're hiring and looking for for people to work with um, to capture their wedding day video. Um, and now I just want to go over a couple of the issues that a lot of photographers encounter with videographers because 
I think in this industry, you know, you can hire a a photographer and sometimes they will discourage you from hiring a videographer. And um, I don't think there's enough dialogue around these two vendors and the inevitable, like, not really rivalry, but like the inevitable tension that can exist between the two of them. Um, And I know that I don't speak for everyone when I say that my experiences with videographers have been more neutral and negative than positive, but I do know that there's a huge gap in the communication between the two vendors and that it can often change that the way the day flows if those two vendors don't have a good working relationship. So so much of, you know, the issues that I have experienced with videographers could have been avoided with better pre-wedding communication and proper vetting and relationship building on the front end, which we talked about that last week. You know, it's really important in your vendor team that you make sure that everybody kind of goes hand in hand and can work together and, um, you know, has a good relationship. And regardless of if they have relationships with each other, you need to have a relationship with them. Because if you can build a relationship with each one of your vendors, um, it's much more likely that they're going to be able to align um, based on the fact that they want what's best for you. So these are just a couple things I want to talk about. And I'm I'm going to say that I'm gearing a lot of this towards the photographers listening um, because I think it's really unfortunate the way that our industry or our sub-industry within elopements um, and weddings handles videographers. And I dare say that I would like to um, encourage you to think outside of the box and change the narrative that many of you have and that I have seen, you know, in Facebook groups and the complaints made because it doesn't do you any favors and it's um, not about you. So um, (laughs) some things that you need to consider when you are hiring a videographer, um, not all of this is directed towards photographers, but this one specifically is more towards, um, you know, a couple hiring a videography team or a videographer. Um, Videography often doubles your media team, um, for lack of a better word, which can greatly impact the day and how it feels. So if you hire someone who is focused on getting the shot versus telling the real-time story, you will probably find yourself in scenarios where you are just repeating what was originally a tender moment for the sake of the film and having it documented. That's totally valid. That is absolutely fair, but it can take time away from the rest of the day and the impact um, that the vibe has on the way that, you know, you remember that day. So keep that in mind. Um, because there is a need for both vendors to have time with the couple to execute their creative visions, um, it can definitely be hard to balance the creative control there. And that's why it is really great to get a referral from your photographer or, um, you know, if you've hired a videographer first to get a referral for a photographer, um, to ensure that they've worked together before. And two, um, if they haven't worked together before, you as the client has the opportunity to ensure that you offer a proper introduction between vendors so that they can build a relationship beforehand. Um, so this next point is my point towards photographers. This is um, this is uh, probably going to ruffle some feathers, but it wouldn't be an episode if I didn't. Um, so I'm not going to beat around the bush here and ignore the fact that photographers can be ridiculous sometimes, and I will completely admit it. Um, if you def- feel defensive in me saying that, you probably need to check yourself because I got defensive the first time somebody told me that as well. Um, and in my early days of photography, I was always annoyed by videographers because I just felt like it was overkill. I didn't wasn't working with, you know, the highest quality vendors, but um, I also really wasn't great at communicating a shared creative control, um, establishing a good flow for the client. It just, it was really messy. And there were a lot of situations that never really, you know, got back to 
the client themselves, but I know I could have done a better job had I been more prepared and had a better mindset. And so if you find yourself consistently feeling annoyed when you're working with videographers, you probably need to reevaluate what is causing those feelings. So And to the clients out there, this is why it is important to make sure that you establish good communication, relationship building, and um, rapport with your vendors and between your vendors. So um, I – yeah, back to like my experiences. You know, in my early days, I was still new and I didn't really have my flow down on how I moved through the day. And um, experience and perspective changed everything. The more solid that I became in my wedding day workflow, the more unaffected I was by whatever was thrown my way, whether that was a videographer or a change in the schedule or, you know, a a family member that was unhappy or disgruntled about something. Like the more intentional I was about establishing a flow that was for my client and that elevated their experience, the more capable I was at tackling anything else that was thrown my way. So to the clients, um, again, hire the experienced vendors. There's a ton of value in that um, and making sure that they all have appropriate workflows that they will work together very well. Um, and then the last point for photographers in this is that you have a responsibility to your client to contribute as much as possible to the positive wedding day experience that you want them to have. And I mean that with every fiber of my being. This is not about you and your ego, and you have the power to introduce yourself to make a point of allowing and encouraging shared creative control and utilizing teamwork, period, the end. That goes for every vendor out there, doesn't matter. And I will will die on this hill if I need to. It's really, really, really important that us as creatives and as people within the wedding industry shift our mindset away from having... um, having things look a certain way or fit the portfolio that, you know, we're trying to build and move back towards client experience and service because that is ultimately why you are here. And I have mentioned this before, but I'm going to mention it again. When I was getting married and I was looking for a photographer and then eventually a videographer, um, I had a ton of people reach out to me and ask or rather offer their services for next to nothing because they wanted to use my wedding as a portfolio builder. Now, to most people, that sounds great, right? Free photography, free videography. But I was really offended by that. And I was really hurt by um, by the fact that there were vendors out there that thought that that was appropriate because my wedding day was not an opportunity for them to build their portfolio. My wedding day was about me period, the end. And I'm allowed to say that as a former bride and as somebody who is paying for a service and wanting to pay for a service, it is absolutely valid that you as a consumer um, make the demand that this is about you, not about them. So I always like to share that in times where I'm talking about this sort of stuff because um, as a service provider in the wedding industry and as a previous consumer in the wedding industry, I have a very specific take on that. And I think it's really disheartening when people just offer services for the portfolio or move through wedding days with the focus on the portfolio that, you know, we miss out on a lot of really good things in spite of that. Um, so, yeah, again, you have the power to introduce yourself to um, encourage creative control and to that, you know, making sure that that's being shared, um, teamwork. And again, it is your client's wedding day, not your ego fest period, the end. So I would encourage you to take time to inquire about your client's videographer. You know, if you are just a photographer listening to this and you know that your client might hire a videographer, ask them who it is, reach out, make a point to say hello. Um, there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. And 
it is always a really good place to start to make sure that your client's experience is um, is super positive because at the end of the day, relationships are the foundation of all the good stuff that is to come. So I will step off of my soapbox now. <laughs> um, because of the last point that I just made, um, there can be a lot of ego in the mix when you have a photo and video team that are not familiar working together. And again, it's important to vet your vendors to ensure that they're on the same level and will create a positive environment. So unfortunately, I think a lot of people have experienced mega disappointing situations where egos kind of take over and the videographer and photographer end up clashing. Um, But that's not exclusive to those vendors. And I also want to make that point very clear. I've had issues with just about every vendor possible. Caterers, makeup artists, florists, like it's just how it goes sometimes. And again, just a subtle reminder that, you know, this is not your ego fest. This is about your client's experience. And um, you can handle the other stuff outside of the wedding day. But Ultimately, your client should come first, and um, and that's an important place to start. So again, to those of you who are looking to book vendors, this is again why it really matters to you know vet your vendors and ensure that everyone's on the same page and that you are capable of building a relationship with all of them. Um, but you know, if if there's stuff going on between vendors, you should never know about it. Like it just should never should never come to uh, your attention. So. I kind of got off topic there, but back to videographers. Um, I asked a friend of mine recently who is a videographer, and he's somebody that I love working with, um, to list a few things that he wishes that people knew about hiring video videographers and the importance of it. And this is what he had to say. Um He said, I think that sometimes people don't think long term when they don't hire a videographer because, for example, my parents always took photos of themselves and me and my sister when we were little kids, but they didn't ever take video. In photos, you can only see so much personality and you could see a smile, but you can't hear the voices and laughter and all that stuff 50 years down the road. I think a lot of people think they only get a three to five minute highlight film when in reality they actually, and with the right videographer, will get a fully edited ceremony with high quality sound, edited speeches, and anything else worth capturing. A videographer might not seem like a good idea right now and might feel like a stretch, um, but in 30 years down the road when you want to listen to these vows or hear those family members' voices that are not here with you anymore, you are going to appreciate that you made the decision to hire a videographer. Um, And then alternatively, I also asked a friend of mine who shoots more traditional weddings um, to ask for her take on videography, and this is what she had to say. Um, And I'm sharing these just you know, purely out of wanting to provide all sides of things. Um, So she said, it's the difference between having two people and four there to capture and be in your face. Uh, It can be doing things over and over again for the sake of getting the shot for multiple people. If video is the thing that makes them emotional and they can't imagine not having that movement element to remember the day, then that's great. But also, a lot of videographers I've met and worked with have huge egos and demand space in a way that often makes myself and my couple uncomfortable. In my experience, they are often there for for the art and not so much the relationship. I have about two videographers that I refer to and love the way they naturally capture the day. Otherwise, it can be too much of a production and oftentimes they don't think the couple gives much thought to how that might change their day. So the funny thing is I had written what I had just shared with you guys about, um, you know, the egos and and the clashing and the there's a point about, um, you know, how it can alter the day. And I had written all of that before she sent this. And um, that just reaffirms how important it is to make sure that the videographer that you hire is somebody that is not going to change. Um, 
you know, the way that the day feels to make sure that they are going to work with the flow of the day and not so much about the artistic um, development of getting the shot and, and everything that goes with that. So to wrap this up, uh, what questions should you ask going in? And we covered a little bit of this last week, but these are more videographer-specific questions. So um, the first thing you should do is check the community to see who your photographer recommends or who, you know, people you know recommend. And working with local directories like Wandering Weddings or Tahoe Unveiled, I mentioned last week, is a great place to start. Um, vendor communities are strong. And if you can hire people that are within that solid vendor community, you're probably going to be in really good hands. Um, you don't necessarily need to ask about all the tech specs of things. That sounded really funny. But um, a lot of that is stuff that you probably don't understand if you're not somebody in the photo video world. But it is important to ask them for their full portfolio and ensure that the sound is really, really good. Turn it all the way up and listen to it. How does it sound? Secondly, the story is there. Make sure they are telling a story and not just putting music on something and letting that be the end of it. Um, you also want to make sure that the transitions are smooth and that the video is stabilized. If somebody is hand-holding um, a camera without any sort of stabilization, your video is going to be really shaky and give you a headache. Like, that's just no bueno. Um the other thing you need to make sure that you cover is what are the deliverables? What do you get? Are you going to get full speeches and a ceremony video? Are you just going to get a highlight? Um, what does that actually look like? And then why do they do what they do? Is it just the story? Is it the art? Is it a mix of both? Um, this is something you should ask your photographer as well. There's nothing worse than a portfolio-driven photographer, which is what I just mentioned about um, you know, my wedding experience that drove me crazy and was super offensive to me. And every element of this industry has those people. So that's not something exclusive to, um, to videographers and photographers. The other thing that I want to talk about really quickly um, – is a point that came up a lot on my Instagram when I polled my followers about, about hiring a videographer. And there were two different points that, that they tended to focus on. The first was that they were worried that the people who didn't hire a wedding vid videographer or at this point aren't planning on hiring a wedding videographer are concerned that they're not going to watch the video um, enough to make it worth it. And that might be true for the first 10 years of your marriage. Totally valid. Um, and that was something we thought of. We were like, are we really going to watch it? And while I definitely don't watch my wedding film as much as I look at the photos that are actually on my wall, every single time I sit down and do watch my video, I am brought right back to that moment. I feel all of the things I initially felt. And I know for a fact that in 30 years when our families look a little bit different because we've lost people or gained people or whatever, that we will really treasure the moments documented in that phase of life. So um, that is that is something that a lot of people brought up, you know, a question around like, what if I don't watch it enough? Um, the other topic that's brought up is the cost of a videographer. And as we started out this episode, I mentioned that videographers are often an afterthought, but they are also incredibly um, intensive vendors that should not be you know, considered a cheap vendor. And so when you are looking to hire a videographer, if you have hired a quality photographer, um, your videographer should be close to that too, probably. As I mentioned, it takes, you know, from anywhere from 20 to 40 to 50 hours to create a really high quality wedding video. And that is something that, you know, I don't think is, is discussed enough. And, um, and, 
budgeting for a quality videographer is is something that I think should be done more often and and talked about more. So don't skimp on your videographer. If you hire somebody that is just getting started and is costing you $1,200, chances are it's probably not going to be very good. I wouldn't recommend that. Again, go back to the point of watching their portfolio, making sure they know what they're doing. Seasoned veterans, seasoned veterans, seasoned vendors are um, definitely definitely a plus and, and something to work towards having. And um, will set the tone for a really incredible day. And um, to you photographers out there, keep keep crushing it. Keep building relationships. Put your client first. To the videographers out there, keep you know spreading the good word about the things that you do and the the documentation that you provide. And to the clients out there, I would encourage you guys to um, to appropriately you know anticipate and budget for the vendors that are really important to you. And um, and if you don't want a videographer, that's okay too. There are some people that are like, we're just awkward and we don't want that documented. And if, or, you know, that's not really something that we really ever see us watching ever again. Like truly, not just like worried about that, but like we just won't watch it. That's totally fine. This isn't meant to make anybody feel guilty for not having it. Um, but for those of you that are on the fence about it and and considering, um, I definitely would recommend taking the high road here and, and doing your due diligence to find the right person to serve you in this specific element and um, know that the quality that you will get from that will be unparalleled to anything less than. So I think that wraps it up. Thank you for listening to today's episode and uh, I will see you guys next Monday. Thanks so much for tuning in today. If you have a spare second, go ahead and leave a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts. It means the world to me. And of course, if you have any questions about today's podcast episode or would like to request a topic, you can email me at theelopementpodcast at gmail.com.